Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want to reflect on a subject that many South Africans have been discussing, which is the current avian influenza and its likely food inflation effects. Uh, Many people have told stories of higher egg prices. They go to certain retailers and they can't find their eggs and they've been complaining about this issue on what really is happening and how wide or how extensive is this avian influenza and for how long can we expect it to, to last in South Africa and what are some of the interventions that the government and the private sector are making and I want to reflect very briefly on all of those aspects in this particular segment. Now South Africa is seeing the avian influenza spreading but this is not unique to South Africa necessarily. We've seen in Europe and elsewhere in the world various cases of avian influenza in the recent past. So this is part of the animal disease challenge globally. But at the moment in South Africa, there are two strains that we see them spreading. One called H5 and the other one called H7. The H7 strain is reasonably new. We haven't seen it a lot in South Africa. And now it's something that it's spreading quite fast. Uh, You may ask what provinces are heavily impacted. A number of provinces have reported the cases, but the extensive um, influence of this or the provinces that are heavily affected, it's Gauteng, Mpumalanga, Free State, Limpopo, and Northwest. And I understand that it's over 100 commercial facilities that have been affected so far. And, And these numbers keep changing as new data comes in and various farms are reporting the cases. The losses are largely in the parental stock for breeders of layers and and to an extent also in broilers, which is why you see there's a lot of complaints about eggs um, and less so perhaps about poultry meat because you can still find meat in the shelf all over South Africa. Things uh, seem reasonably, um, on the supply perspective, well in there. But there's a major challenge when it comes to eggs that various uh, retailers have struggled with that. Now, what has been done then about all of this uh, uh, information? And I'll tap in here on some of the interventions that I have been part of of private sector and government. For example, let me highlight just about two. There's a meeting that we had, which is the Department of Agriculture and us in private sector, and I sat in in that meeting with the retailers. The intention or the aim of the government and the retailers on that was to share information about uh, the severity of the egg supplies at the retail level and what the customer impact is like. And the report and the retailers were able to share that with the department and the minister was sitting there to actually get a sense of that on the ground experience uh, from various retailers. And mo- most of the retailers in South Africa uh, attended that meeting. There was another conversation between the poultry producers, which is the farmer representative and the broader stakeholders of agriculture, 
which again was an update on this. And the state veterinarian scientists were also uh, saying some of the uh, observations that they are seeing in some of their work related to this disease. Both of these meetings were important because then they begin to think about what measures needs to be put in place. And I think the important measure that so far I see both private sector and the government implementing is, of course, around the biosecurity control to say what are the steps that needs to be put in place to at least reduce or control the spread of this disease. And there's a number of those that the poultry producers and the government and the vets are putting in place to control the spread of the disease. But these things take some time and there will likely be more information, of course, on a weekly basis about um, what, are the, what is the progress so far. The other issue then was around about the egg supply to say what needs to happen to ease the egg supply. And there are discussions about the possibilities of importing fertilized eggs to rebuild the parental stock that has been lost because of this disease. There's also discussion of saying, look, can we import table eggs, powder and the liquid eggs to assist a lot for the baking so that we can free some whole eggs to be used um, at a human level, to be used um, as whole eggs for human consumption so that people can go on and still find their eggs so that eggs are not shifted um, into baking, but rather whatever eggs are available, they are on shelf so that you're able to access um, those. These are some measures that, are, that, that came out as a result of some of those engagement. There's a number of countries in the world at which we can get this uh, powder and liquid uh, eggs. And in fact, there are some retailers that are already in process and importing some of this. And this will be helpful. It will take a couple of days or weeks or so before they're able to bring this in a country. But this is another intervention. So it's a scabbing, um the, the, the spread of the eggs the spread of the disease and then thinking about how to bring um, egg powder in the country. That's a second intervention. Another intervention, of course, and, and in fact, let me clarify here to say any imports is not done by the government, but rather it's done by the private companies. All the government does is to make sure that um, the import permits are, are, are there. People know what processes to follow. And thereafter, they leave all of that to the private sector to, 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 to go on with the process of bringing the supply. But beyond um, uh, the, the, these measures, I understand that the, the department uh, is also looking at ways of saying, how do we ease um, the ways of vaccination and the issues of vaccination is, is really under consideration, but there's a certain steps that uh, are still in process. For example, the regulators are currently now assessing the efficacy, the quality and the safety of some of the vaccines before they actually give a green light about what must happen, particularly given that we have this new strain that I was talking about, about H7. So think about it. There's an intervention to control the spread. There's an intervention to import some powder and liquid eggs for baking to so that we have more whole eggs for human consumption and there's also intervention then to think about the vaccination particularly of layers so that's a third intervention another intervention that has been uh, thought about by that has been uh, under consideration through minister patel of dtic the department of trade industry and competition working through the international trade administration commission itec and i must declare i'm a commissioner at ITEC, so I won't say much about this, but I just want to highlight that it's another thing that is on the table. Together with Minister Didiza, they are looking at saying, look, um, we need to think about the possibility of reviewing 
um, uh, the rebate for imports of poultry products. There's been communication that has been put out in the government gazette and people are busy submitting their documents. So this is something that ITEC will sit in. I'll be part of that discussion. So I'll stop there on that particular issue. But that is also an important measure to think about in case there gets to be supply constraints on meat. So there are trade instruments that are being discussed. But I must say, though, all of these, particularly the trade instrument issue, it needs to be considered with appreciation of the difficulty that the South African poultry industry has endured in these recent years. We come from a period of higher maize prices, higher soybean prices, combined with intense load shedding, all of which have really constrained the business conditions in the poultry industry. So the avian influenza is an additional challenge to the industry that is already under financial pressure. So when you're thinking about the trade policy instrument, you really have to make sure that you're balancing this consumer welfare of thinking about imports and poultry prices but with the sustainability of the domestic industry. So those are some of the things that will be weighing on our minds as we begin to think about that issue of trade. But overall, I think that the, 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 the issue on, on, a, on, on a consumer side, I mean, it's clear I've seen myself on social media in various aspects that people have shared posts of the higher prices that they are seeing in their retail shelf. And to an extent that other people are asking me to say, look, should we be thinking about this and its impact on food inflation in general in South Africa? And I think on that aspect, I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't really necessarily put a lot of weight and say, look, change your inflation, your food inflation forecast because of this issue of the eggs. Because first of all, eggs in the food inflation basket or in the inflation basket, they have a very low, lower weighting of about uh, 0.4%. So yes, they may shoot up, but given the weighting of them, I don't think that they change the dynamics that much. Uh, poultry products, though, have a reasonably higher weighting of about uh, 2%, but the poultry price products prices have not increased um, notably like what we see in the eggs. And secondly, there is this trade instrument, which is the fourth instrument in addition to the three that I had mentioned, which is the issue of um, uh, controlling the disease, uh, importing liquid eggs and all of those things, thinking about e vaccination. And then the, the trade aspects would be the fourth intervention there. So it is something that is, is under discussion so that if there could be higher poultry product pr uh, prices and there's a need to stabilize the supply, this is something that the regulators have at hand. So, but in general, I think myself, if all of these four interventions that I've mentioned were to come in place, as I hope they will, and uh, they are effective, then one can see this increase in eggs prices really being a temporary blip, not something that we should be worrying a lot about in as far as we are thinking about food inflation trajectory. I think the moderation that we've been seeing on food price inflation in general in South Africa over the recent months is something that I expect to continue regardless of this avian influenza that is hurting our poultry industry. So ultimately, this is something that is serious for consumers because we know that meat and eggs, particularly poultry, is a really source of protein for lower-income households in South Africa. But my hope is that this will be a temporary blip. I don't think that on the inflation side, we should be thinking about changing the numbers we have in general. But folks, I know I've kept this very high level and very brief, but I'll stop it there for now for anything that really needs an in-depth 
discussion about this i'll assess upon the comments uh, that folks are, are putting in and then i'll see if there's a need for that but i thought let me just say some few headlines about what is actually happening about this issue um, so that you you have an appreciation of it i know we spent the past um, segment discussing the western cape issues which are very important um, and if you haven't listened to that podcast, check it out. It discusses the effects of the recent floods in the Western Cape. Um, you'll see it in the channel. But with that, folks, let me stop there. And again, my name is Wandi Le Sihlobo. I'm an agricultural economist based in Pretoria. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can read more about some of the things that we write in my blog. The link for it is in the description of this uh, podcast. And of course, the organization that I work for in its uh, website, which is Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa, that's www.agbiz.co.za. Thank you, folks.